Hey kids, you're listening to Nothing in Moderation with Travis and Mike. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on this regularly scheduled dumpster fire. You can catch us on all the social medias under at Nothing in Mod Pod. So let's go ahead and get this hillbilly hog fight underway. going on buddy <laughs> nothing man just uh trying to figure out the technical difficulties uh, that are beyond the scope of my skill set that i created <laughs> <laughs> yeah that i got blamed for <laughs> I, I can't hear you the shit's not that loud oh fuck my headphones aren't plugged in all the way travis your shit's all fucked up wait a minute yeah. it's mine yeah yeah well you know it'd be like that sometimes and sometimes it'd be I'm, like that i'm curious am i the only one who is enraged enough that they're they contemplate swerving towards um signs in the road for one candidate or another um and not just when it's like a single sign like that's cool like you you got your little yard sign that's fine whatever but like the people that have like a flag every two foot on the fence in front of their house and like 37 signs as you drive past like as some sort of like giant shitty billboard i i think it's weird regardless of which which candidate you're supporting that's why i didn't specify right and and i wanted to clarify to the audience might that our opinions are very specifically as a whole and and i thought about that exact topic as i went to the early polling location today (laughs) (laughs) and there were vehicles on the roadway with me with huge flags flying over them behind them however you want to word it uh, with a road cone bungee corded into the bed of the Jesus truck Christ. and the flagpole stuck into the road cone. And they're, I mean, they're spinning tires from every stoplight and swerving at people and cutting people off. And, and I'm like, does, does that help encourage the undecided voter? Yeah. And, and, and then I pull up to the polling location, which is a library. And there's gotta be no joke, a thousand signs for Democrat or Republican oh, yeah, or the, yeah. the candidates and, and all these people. Uh-huh. I'm like, what the, does anybody fucking show up at early voting and not already know who they're going to vote for? They walk in and they're like, I'm going to count the signs and whoever has the most, that's who I'm fucking voting for. If you, you know what? I bet there is somebody out there that doesn't pay a lot of attention to politics. <laughs> and that is their entire theory. There's probably at least one person out there that their entire theory is whoever's got the most support on signs in front of the polling place is who I'm voting for. Fuck it. Let's go. Because I want to vote for who wins. I want yeah. my, my vote to. Yeah. I want to be on the, yeah. I want to be on the winning side. Fuck losing. Yeah, well, I think generally speaking with a two party system, no matter who you vote for, you're on the losing side. Yeah, absolutely. That's the, that's my, that's my favorite part about arguing with people about politics is like, I, I typically don't agree with either side. Like I, you know, like I have my limits and shit and there are things I agree with from either side, but like over, you know, overall, I think the, I think two party system is a terrible idea. I just know libertarian yeah. isn't the optional third or optimal third party. Fuck you, Liberty. You get to choose between a giant douche and a turd sandwich. Yeah, every year. No, every year. And you see it on social media and and you have it in conversations and stuff too. If you if you point out something negative about one candidate, the assumption from the supporters of that candidate is that you support the other candidate. It's like absolutely. And I told you my dad asked me about that. Some advertisement came on TV and it's like Joe Biden can save the world (laughs) or something. That's a ludicrous statement. (laughs) And my dad looks at me and he goes do you think Joe Biden can save the world? And I said, I, I, I wouldn't go that far. But. Sir, sir, I do not. Also, same question to you about your guy. Right. <laughs> the world's on fire. Nobody has a water hose. But you know what we should do is argue about whose fire hose. Absolutely. Be instead yeah, yeah. of putting out who's the got the, who's got the bigger hose. Yeah. Well, so you know, what's, what's ironic to me though, is like I, in, in my neighborhood, and I live in the city limits close to a downtown, not like some major metropolis, but you know, um, like there's, you know, there's a, it's mostly the Biden signs, but there's, you know, Trump signs mixed in here and there. And then, uh, Jen's parents live out in the county side out, you know, in in a more rural area. Um, you know, they still have running water and, you know, no outhouses, but they, you know, (laughs) but there's, but you drive down there, you know, and it's, 
five or I think I would have guessed the road's probably three, four, five miles from from where you get on it to where her parents live. Right. And, and it's just like you it's said, tr- very open. It's, yeah, it's it, it yeah, it's very open and, and most people have bigger plots of land and it's you know, a lot of them are there's ferneries back there and hay farms and you know, you're farming working you know, working class Americans or whatever. Um, and it's just like Trump flags fucking there's there's like four different houses that have like six Trump flags on their fence spanning the length of their property and like signs in the yard. And I'm just like, I don't get it. But my favorite part is right by her parents house. You get to this big, cleared, open field that a guy grows hay in. Um, and on right. the backside of the property, you can see where he's built a mansion and then like a mini mansion slash garage next to it. And he clearly by and large, like you can drive past and you can look at this house and you can unequivocally say that guy has more money than his neighbors. Right. And, and I know he's what you're got, talking about. he's got fucking like big four big ass Biden flags hanging out by the road. Like, and I think he it's actually I mean, erected a billboard basically. Yeah. And I think it's the funniest shit in the world to just drive by. And like you, you clearly, you just know you're like that fucking guy's got serious cash. And well, then and there's just Biden flags everywhere. And it makes me fucking laugh every time. Well, and out in the middle of where her parents live, you're not getting very much traffic. No. You don't have very many people that drive by. The only people that drive by are the people that live there and are going to or from work. Yeah, the people that they they live there. And they're they're all decided voters out there, I promise. (laughs) Right. I I feel like most people at this point are decided voters. Hopefully. What I think pisses me off more than than having 37 flags out front, and and it, it happens in the trucks too, are the people that will have the... The, the Trump flags, and, and I don't want to single them out, but 99% of the time, you don't see people running around floating Biden flags. It just doesn't happen. Um, but they don't, like, you've got Trump flags in your yard anywhere between 1 and 37 of them, and you don't have a single fucking American flag anywhere? And I don't know why, but it makes me so fucking angry, and I just, I don't know, I don't know why, but God, it makes me mad. Yeah, I, I don't we know. had we had joked about me buying that step on no step on snake flag. For those of you Which that I don't think know, is hysterical. It will, for those of you that don't know, we all know the "Don't Tread on Me" flag. So it's that yellow flag, but it's got a MS Paint drawn snake on it, and it says "No Step on Snake," and it's spelled S N E K. And it's the funniest shit in the world. And I wanted to buy it and put it in the bed of the truck. Right. But like, I don't want to also buy an American flag because I, I hate the way those fly. Like, I, I don't think that flying them from the bed of your truck is, while it's okay. Like there's nothing done properly. There's nothing, there's in nothing code against it done properly. There's nothing in flight code against it. It, it does. Yeah. It doesn't, not at all to me. Um, so like I, and that's the biggest reason, like I don't want to not fly an American flag. So I won't buy that one because I, I don't want to not, you know what I mean? You don't want to be weird a, for me. a self-hypocrite? Yeah, basically. So I got you. I had, so. Just get me one of the flags that shows like a meteor. Like a, <laughs> it can be a black flag or with like a gray meteor and some flames coming off of it and write 2020 on it. If we ever have a meteor crashing towards Earth, if we make it out of 2020 and at some point there's a meteor heading our way, like full on, um, what was the movie where they got to blow up the meteor, the Aerosmith song? <laughs> Fuck the um, Armageddon. Ar- Armageddon. Yeah. If we if we have like one of those scenarios and they don't name that meteor twenty twenty, I'm fucking I'm out of here. I'm just I'm gonna end it all. Supposedly there is um, an asteroid or celestial body coming towards Earth that will pass over right around the election time frame. It, it's not supposed to hit us. Yeah. But it is oddly I was convenient. One of the that scientists that I mentioned I follow on TikTok. She had talked about that at one point about how that it, it actually happens more frequently than people want you to know. But they don't ever pass close enough to do any like damage. So right, that, you know, it, it's not the deep impact or the Armageddon scenario. <laughs> deep impact, right? That was my nickname in high school. Wait. What? I don't know. It wasn't actually. Buns of steel? No, no, it wasn't. It was hey, hey, fat ass. No, it was cupcake, and we've discussed this. That was high school. I said middle school, didn't I? Oh, middle school. Got it. Yeah. You might have. I don't know. I wasn't I listening. Know. Yeah, I, I didn't figure you but, were. We don't really listen to each other. All right, for all of you guys and gals, 
cats so we're, and kittens. We're nine minutes into this muzza fuzza, <laughs> and we ain't introduced shit. Don't even know people, people that have never heard us before don't have a fucking clue what they're listening to right now. People who have never heard us before have turned us off. That's true. That's true, dude. They're like, man, these guys are fucking terrible. They're just, well, it's just one guy talking and the other one saying, yeah. It's it's being appreciative and responsive in conversation without interrupting. But uh, fuck that guy. But I, yeah, fuck that guy specifically. So It's important that he follows us, though. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so welcome to the podcast, kids. This, this is nothing in moderation. Uh, I am Travis D, and this is my my best friend, Mike himself. That's me. Stop calling me himself. It's not going to stick. It's gonna. I'm going to make it. <laughs> Just like EP. Yeah. But uh, we are doing the weekly podcast a little bit early, so if there is some sort of current event that we miss out on because it happened between now and release date, which is every Thursday, uh, just send us some info and we're happy to give you our terrible input on it yeah we uh want you, you will you do the social media thing because i don't yeah, remember yeah. Your spiel. um well so uh if you guys would like to you can check us out on all of our social medias we are at nothing in mod pod pretty much everywhere you would you would access us the facebook's the twitter's the instagram's the twitch the tiktoks all of it um we are you can send us an email nothing in moderation pod at gmail.com or you, if you do that, you can request a sticker or a magnet, and we will send those to you free of charge. Uh, all we ask in return is that you send us a picture of where you stuck it. Or don't. We don't really ask anything in return now that I think about it. We'd <laughs> we like ask. for you to. It'd be great. But you don't have to. You know what I mean? Don't feel obligated to. If, if you're like, man, I want to get a sticker, but I don't want to be responsible for sending them back a picture, you don't have to. Just Just ask for a sticker. It's fine. Just lie to us. We'll accept yeah. it. Yeah. Just say, yeah, man, I'll send you guys a picture and then, and then don't, I'm not going to track you down. I don't, you know, right. Even though even, we have your address, yeah, even though we have your address now, we'll just show up and take our own picture. Yeah. That, but we also have some more bottles of Africa 2021 calendars left. Uh, yeah, if you yeah. are interested in one, uh, they are $15 shipped to your door in the contiguous 488 States. If you want to make a $5 donation to help cover the shipping that I didn't anticipate, I don't mind. <laughs> good call good call so and i think you got yours when you were over here this weekend yeah right? yeah i picked it up um jen and i picked out our favorite months um and uh, we are uh, we are excited to start using it in january cool which month you don't have to tell the picture um, but which month did you like the best i am a fan of uh, march uh and i believe jen's was uh i want to say september's picture but i i, I don't remember off the top of my head she'll yell at me when she listens to this and tell me which one it was that's a, that's your litmus test to find out when she actually listens to this episode yeah yeah pretty much it's it's a, a i mean i'm not really testing but yeah right right so if you guys have a favorite month for those that have received a calendar um out of the hundreds that have been sent out please let us uh know which one it is <laughs> that you like and we can potentially uh share that info if you happen to find any of the easter eggs that are on the calendar too let us know because that's always fun. Mm-hmm. There, there's at least one dick in the calendar. It's not a human dick. It's just like a little drawing of a dick. It's there. I promise. And it, and it's not the hosts on the back. The what? The hosts, as in you and I, being the dick oh, in the calendar. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. That's not us. So nope. no, it's like an actual hand-drawn dick. I hand drew it in each one of them. It's it's to scale. <laughs> <laughs> but, that's terrible. So yeah, I, you came over this weekend to help me out with the nothing in Mod Pod Miata. I did, um, I did, which so, I appreciated. Did uh, not die, so there's that. There was there was some possibility of death with the whole spring compressor oh, scenario, God. but I hate this. But everybody scare knew that me. going into it. They scare me so much. Trying to explain to Ashley all the tension that's on the spring, and I could just take the the nut off that holds the top hat and see if we can fire the top hat across the lake. Jesus, have you have you ever seen videos of guys that like put it? They'll stand with it between their legs and use an impact oh, no. to ugga dugga the nut off. Ugh, it's bad is times. it still firing upward, so it hits? Them, no, no, no. It fires like towards a wall, or you know, it, it it never it never it ends poorly, which is why I assume the videos make it to the internet. Right, um, but it uh, it doesn't look like it. Like it scares me just to watch it. Like I I'm fucking I'm so paranoid about that shit. Yeah, I mean, you only get one, to, yeah. to quote the Lonely Island, uh, yeah. YOLO, so so play it safe. Yeah. But uh, if anyone is doing any kind of suspension work and dealing with springs, just remember they are under tension or compression, I guess, technically. So be very careful and use the appropriate equipment to not lose a limb or a face or a friend. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
we we swapped out all four corners uh, on the Miata, coilovers, yeah. wheels, tires. It looks a lot better. Sits you know better. what's funny? The whole time we were talking shit about how dangerous the coils was, I maintained that I was going to let you and Paul handle that, and I was going to wait in the house to call nine one one and console and you Ashley. Were the one that did it all, and I'm the one that ended up doing all of them. Right, but you know, you're the cautious one. I would have just true. sent it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> we wouldn't have even gone to get the right tool after we got the wrong tool. <laughs> yeah, I'd have just put the fucking wrong, wrong tool on there and dealt with it. You just locked it into the vice and ugga dugged it off there and hoped for the best. Yeah, zip ties. <laughs> don't do that. No, don't. If anyone's it's listening and they think that's a good idea, it has been done, but it is I don't not know safe how. or time. Because the, the tension required, it just... You just have to use enough of the steel reinforced zip ties and do the math. I guess. How much can each of these hold? You should just get one of those big worm drive clamps and fucking <laughs> just use that to compress it. Oh man. All right. Anyway. Well, yeah, so so the Miata's uh it was a it was a good time. We got to to bullshits a little bit, hang out. I haven't done that in a while. Yeah, we broke oh. some stuff as I traditionally do. I Usually. twisted the head off of a, a stud with the nut that I was putting on it, so I have to buy that. Um found out some of the wheel studs are trash. So yeah, got to yep. replace those. Is that who your trash or treasure is this week? Is Miata wheel studs? Right, it's me. Oh, the Miata well. is doing me as trash or treasure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! But anyway, uh oh, sorry, I was yawning. Oh uh, god! Just a heads up for anybody who tunes in regularly. Next week's episode is going to sound a little funny. Um, I'm going to be on location elsewhere in the country um and i'm not going to bring my my laptop and everything like that because it's a huge pain in the ass to travel with um more the mic and the boom than mm-hmm. the laptop but we're yeah. going to be restricted on how much shit we can bring with us because we like to fly as light as possible it's smart so i'm going to be calling into the show next week uh and doing my half remotely again i gotta that reminds me i gotta make sure i have the shit to actually do that like i think i just gotta make sure i have the right shit to do that i guess i should say Let's actually do a test run. Yeah, we will. That's fine. We'll, I'll, I'll figure that out later. So now I got to call this out from from the yawn to this. There you go. Or I could just leave it in. And fucking find out if Billy still. If Billy listens. ever hears it. His birthday is today, by the way. Is it? Yeah. Did you did you call my your fucking broski? phone? No, my fucking phone calendar. Fucking it doesn't for, it doesn't remember shit anymore. Like Facebook I know remembers I remembers everything. Yeah, They're but like I don't use Facebook. Farms. We should. I wish I had the phone stuff set up. We'd call him now. Wish I had a birthday live on the oh, podcast. That would have been fun. Yeah. We know for next year. It. Yeah. If we make it that far. Well, listen, we're going to make it that far. Did you see the article that I sent you that had the most ridiculous um, title I think I have seen in quite a while? I sent it to the group chat. It is Murder murderer who wielded narwhal tusk to stop terrorist gets royal pardon i did that that seems like something that would have been in the onion yeah i was gonna i was gonna say i was thinking the onion or possibly um what's the other one it doesn't matter the, it, babylon the, the onion no that's because they're all they're the babylon b1 isn't that mostly religious or do they try to stick to religious satire yeah, it's mostly religious satire. It's always hysterical to see somebody use that as a source. <laughs> like, here's God, an article. It. Look at this crazy shit. The the president God. actually did that. He <laughs> fucking retweeted a Babylon B article and was raging God. about it on Twitter. What and I fuck? I couldn't stop fucking laughing. I shared I shared the tweet on Facebook, and then people started commenting about how fucked up the story was, and that like it was true. Like, yeah, I can't believe that all of Twitter shut down and, and the, the CEO uh, did that because it was when the, the Hunter Biden story came out. But the Babylon Bee article goes on to explain that there's a glass case to break in case of liberal emergency. And in the CEO, Dorsey, broke it and grabbed the sledgehammer and ran to the fucking server room <laughs> and smashed the servers and the whole service was down for hours. That's ridiculous. The fact that that even made it like who's that's how, you know, nobody's paying attention to him. <laughs> well, it's you know we we talked about this. Where are his handlers in Russia? No, but hey. but you know we talked about this that 
generally speaking, people on social media are going to share whatever they like, not, not do any reading. If they like the headline, they're going to take the headline as factual. They're going to share it and be like, fuck, look, look at this shit. It coincides completely with what my belief system tells me should be cool or real or so. And, and, and I've been guilty of it before sharing an article Absolutely. on social media before I read it. But it was just one of those things, you know, the president saw the article loved the concept because it coincides with his worldviews and hit share without fucking reading it or even looking at the source to see that the source says we're not serious about anything. Seems about right. Fucking stupid. That's where the okay boomer. Yeah. But but yeah, that article fucking the narwhal tusk made me laugh because I can, I can visualize it. This, this man swinging around a narwhal tusk to try and fend off a terrorist. stupid just it's fucking stupid I, I can't i can't stand it the um the narwhal tusk thing though is like how many people actually know what a narwhal is like give like if, if give or take like how, how many people do you think would actually know what a narwhal is you know i'm i'm gonna say something really douchey we we see the people we surround ourselves with as being an appropriate cross section of society because that's what we experience mm-hmm. and not that my not that a narwhal or knowledge of what a narwhal is is my litmus test but i feel like the majority of people i keep company with know at least generally what a narwhal is sweet i just had to google what a narwhal was i thought it was a mythical creature <laughs> that they were making up so you you didn't I know what a narwhal was than, i am dumber than most of your friends <laughs> And I would not have thought that the case. Did you ever watch Freakazoid as a kid? A cartoon? No. Oh, there's an entire skit in in Freakazoid where he's talking about a narwhal into a narwhal while he's like in the Antarctic and shit like that. Yeah. But it, it's and, like, and a, like, why couldn't the article just be like a whale tusk? I'd have been like, oh, I didn't know there were whales out there that had tusks, but I know there's whales, so like, I don't. They should have called it unicorn fish. Like, I thought I thought narwhal was like a Harry Potter type shit. Like I, mean, I, I just, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't feel like I was fucked up for thinking Narwhal and Harry Potter at the same time. I've never even seen Harry Potter. I'm not that much of a fucking nerd, but you know, how many humps does a camel have? 37. No, it doesn't only have one or is it two? Some have two. I don't know. I don't know. When don't you, like, when you visualize like a camel, when you think, when you think Aladdin or you're racist and you think about the middle East, how many humps do you see on a camel in your head two humps okay so camels can have two humps or one hump okay so i was right the first time right but i use my powers of deduction (laughs) well i know i know if it has no humps uh it's a horse (laughs) exactly so i know it's got to have at least one hump and i know i've seen pictures of people sitting on top of a hump but i've also seen pictures of people sitting between two humps so but I've never seen two people sitting between two separate humps. So that's why I stopped it too. See how I worked God. my way backwards from that? That's common core biology. You've never, you've never seen a camel with two passenger seating? Is that what you're saying? Correct. That is correct. I've seen one with two passengers on it, but not right. seating <laughs> but you not, know, dedicated not two for two. Seats. Yeah, not like a front seat and a back seat. So what's interesting is... Uh, 94% of camels are one humped. So 6% are two humped. So anyone who thinks camels and automatically goes to two humps is thinking of a lot more rare version of a camel. So wouldn't the circus have this information? Probably the circus got all so, kinds of shit that doesn't make sense. So here's it, it. Would the two hump then be less known because you would most people, especially in America, I guess is because that's the only, you know, relative uh, knowledge I have, we don't we have don't camels have here. Camels, so it's yeah. There's not camels running around. So the camels we see are probably the more exotic ones that the circus has that are two humped. It might be. You know, I I can't think back to a time bingo bango bongo. <laughs> because this is what we show you. This is what you believe it is, mm-hmm. but it's not correct. Don't believe your eyes. <laughs> Fuck your feelings. Three hump camel. <sighs> so. Now that we've discussed the camels and the narwhals and the other strange animals like the platypus. Where the, what the fuck are we doing today? This is, <laughs> see, this is why we shouldn't record early. This is wild. I like it, but it's wild. Uh, so, I mean, <laughs> do, you, 
Do you have any, I can see that there's more shit building up in the background of your studio and I know nobody else can see it, but I don't feel like the closet that's over there next to the rainbow vinyl was full of things last time. Uh, it was, it, but it had something in front of it. Got it. Out so of sight. you couldn't, yeah, so you couldn't see it. That shit's been in there. It's actually, I, I do believe there's less shit in there than there was last week. Cause I've been cleaning it out and getting rid of stuff and condensing stuff and. I almost feel like when when the time comes that we can do a streaming show where people can see the video and stuff, mm-hmm. we should have little Easter eggs in the background. That's the kind of shit oh, that we I'm into anyway. Yeah. So well, we, we will. That'll happen. Oh, I'm already, that is fact. I'm already storing Easter eggs for that time. So. so would you say you have a belly full of candy? Or is it not those kind of Easter eggs? Not those kind of Easter eggs. Oh. Damn the Cadbury Bunny. Yeah. <laughs> this fuck Listen unpopular opinion i think but cadbury bunny eggs are bullshit i i am not a fan i don't Fuck. eat that much sugar and i think those things mm-hmm. are fucking diabetes in a you're goddamn, oblong you're a goddamn sociopath would you rather you, eat those or the balut eggs uh probably those i think i'm gonna go with those yeah I'm not big on the balut. I thought about mm. getting some of that for a hard to swallow segment, mm. but I figured that was taking yeah. me too fucking That's, far. Yeah, it's probably a little too far. I, oh, so I don't know if anyone um, noticed, but I interacted with a brewery um, in Texas because mm-hmm. they came out with a wing sauce beer, a buffalo wing sauce beer that was available only in the, the tasting room. And I tried to get them to let me buy a four pack and mail it to us for the next time we do the hard to swallow challenge. And they said they can't mail it. But I had a friend go by and had a couple friends reach out to me about it. Um, and they were going to go by and they had apparently sold out before I could get someone to swing over there and, and check it out to get us some. So it was a good good concept, though. Yeah, it would have been cool for you. Uh, I was not interested. Uh, I saw all of those posts and I immediately wanted to be like, no, fuck you. <laughs> I liked all of the comments where they said they couldn't ship them and people said they didn't. They couldn't get them because they were sold out. I liked all of those. So. Right. I mean, it was about self-punishment or whatever that's called. Is it sadism or masochism where you beat up yourself? I don't know. I'm not into, not into all that kinky sex you are. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, they're, they're advertising on it or marketing on it was very clear and direct that this is not something you're going to get to enjoy and drink. It's something that's very specifically buffalo wing sauce beer. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why you would even make it. That was, it's just a weird product to me. Yeah, but I mean, there's lots of shit that comes out that's weird. I mean, the Sam Adams had Mary, what was it? Mary Mischief Ale, and it was like a gingerbread house beer, and it was fucking terrible. As you would assume. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, there's nothing about that that seems like it would have been delicious. But so. You want to get into uh, the nerd alert? Because I have a fun one. Go ahead. I uh, I don't really have anything for nerd alert this week. A couple things I'd be willing to talk about. So we'll see what you know. We'll see what you got and go from there. Well then, nerd alert. So in this week's nerd alert, I happened upon an article that I felt again must have been from the fucking onion and Nokia. Uh, which some of you may or may not remember as being like the best cameras and cell phones at one point, And then they eventually got bought out by Microsoft. They got awarded a multi-million dollar contract to build a, a cellular network somewhere that nobody else ever has. And they will be the first to do it. And it's completely out of this world. Can Literally you take a guess out of this world? Mars. It's actually the to take moon. two guesses. Oh, They've okay. been no. I, well, I, I told you it's actually the moon. Yeah, no, I heard you. Um, they, I assume oh, they okay. need one on the moon because when shit falls apart, like Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk are going to hop in SpaceX and and head to the moon to set up their new world without the rest of us. I mean, that makes sense. Where only the trillionaires <laughs> live. Yeah, pretty much. But. But no, so NASA has awarded Nokia of America $14.1 million to deploy a cellular network on the moon. Hmm. And and I mean, it makes sense once you read the article yeah. as to what it's for, because the idea is to have a more permanent settlement on the moon and use it as a, a starting point for a lot of deeper space missions and shit like that. Shit like that. Yeah. Um, 
but it's a weird headline to see that says Nokia wins NASA contract to put a 4G network on the moon. Yes, really. <laughs> that is a wild headline. Um, I do. I wonder how, like, what kind of time does it take out of a trip somewhere? Like, I don't know that it's like the great, it's like a great rest stop for going to other places. And I think what it is, is you can make multiple trips to the moon to have, um, stuff to go on a longer adventure. And then Mm. when you leave from the moon, it takes less fuel from that point forward. So if you can bring just for the sake of conversation, if you can bring 10 gallons of extra fuel at a time to the moon and leave it there, eventually you end up with a hundred gallons of fuel on the moon and you can just use that hundred gallons to leave from the moon. That makes sense. I I know rocket fuel is not measured in gallons, but well, and it's probably if you, you know, if you, if it takes, 50 gallons to get to the moon and you have a hundred gallon tank, you can get to the moon and get another 50 gallons, you know, and then leave from the moon with a full tank of fuel to go over. Right. So it may, I get it. So never mind. Just I some, take back and there's takes these backsies. There's, <laughs> and I guess they're mining on the moon is eventually going to be a thing. There's some very, well, yeah. Why would we not I, pillage a new land for things that we don't, <laughs> we don't have, we need, why would, it's not like, like we're ruining we, people. Why wouldn't we do yeah, get the moon as, far as we know. Right. But I think I, I mentioned this in one of the previous episodes. I think it was the first time we did Nerd Alert that they were talking about uh, some of the material that's abundant on the moon could be used to make solar panels. And they could have solar panels on the moon that could generate the electricity for the entire moon base. That would be cool. Started so. off, it started off efficiently <laughs> with clean energy. Yeah. It's, that's, <laughs> it's not viable. Transmission loss on lines. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. We don't want Sorry. It. It's fine. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, I, uh, you know, I think it'd be cool to, you know, just because I assume that they could extend the network out a little bit from the moon, you know what I'm saying? And just, you know, just, you know, pop on by, talk to somebody on the moon. Hey, what's up? And just take <laughs> your iPhone up there. Moon Wi-Fi. Yeah, just just take, your, take your iPhone out there, start making phone calls. I wonder what Apple's going to pay for the first phone call from the moon to the earth to be on an iPhone. Like, I wonder I what that's going to cost them. All of it. I'd, All of it. Oh, man. What would you spend? If I were Apple? Yeah. Uh, a lot. Definitely more than the marketing budget we discussed. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I honestly think my number, if I'm, if I'm Apple, and it's going to cost me to, to make sure that the first phone call from the moon back to Earth is made via an iPhone... Like my number is going to have a B in it. Oh, absolutely. So, and probably it's it's probably not going to be a single B. So it's probably going to be a double B. Like I'm probably going to, I'm going to throw all the billions I have available to, uh, towards it. I mean, fuck you, Android. It, it depends on if you're just trying to be as rich as possible or if you're trying to have legacy for the rest of humanity, however yeah. long that is. Yes. I want both. I want all of it. I'm out. But, I mean, the <laughs> ideal thing would be to, to work some sort of exclusivity deal as far as moon phones. Mm-hmm. You know, what's fucked up though. And this is going to send us down a completely different rabbit hole and we don't have to go here. Um, but it's, it's not the irony's not lost on me that they'd probably spend a billion dollars to make sure that the first phone call is made from the moon to earth via an iPhone and also have people in fucking basic slave, basically in slave camps making their phones. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, that's the, the uh, way of the dollar. God damn it. I'll have to cut this part out. That's depressing. Nah, fuck that. (laughs) It's important that we bring attention to important things like that. I I I did see that Apple had uh, even more pre-orders for the iPhone 12 than they did for the iPhone 11 already. That doesn't surprise me. This is a... I I think that the departure, and I don't know how it works historically, um, like from the iPhone 10 to the iPhone 11, I don't think was a very big upgrade like there wasn't because you know how apple is with every other year you know like the they used to do the the iphone like it would be the six and then the six s and the s wasn't ever any nothing major ever changed with the s version of the phones and i look at the 10 to the 11 as that that upgrade like it wasn't anything major and i think that the upgrade to the 12 is there's enough new technology that it's an actual bigger upgrade um it's not big enough for me yet, so I'm going to keep rocking my 10 until it dies. So, 
but really i thought yeah. you were pretty interested in going to the 12th. no i i just i can't i can't do it so i don't want to I, I like my phone bill where it's at i don't want it to go up and i don't want to oh, i hear that i don't want to lay out all the cash to own the phone outright I know I'm getting old and crotchety so, because I'm running into those situations where I'm like, man, this didn't used to be so expensive or why is this so yeah, expensive? No, and I, I, I actually wanted to start off our show talking about how we are becoming old men because you spent your morning early voting. Um, <laughs> and I, I spent my morning handling, um, mortgage stuff for the house. Like I, you know, right. I'm like, man, when the fuck did I become an old man? And I just, I just fucking... All I do is old man stuff and complain about prices and fucking. I don't know what part of me was more old man. My going on the first day early in the morning to vote early or getting there and seeing a line around the block and saying, fuck that. I'm not waiting in line. I'll go and vote a different day. <clears throat> Did you do that? Yeah, I, I oh. looped through the parking lot and drove off. Oh, OK. I'm, I'm not a I don't have the time to spend 45 minutes in line or more yeah yeah and be come election day the voting precinct by my house is literally no more than five minutes in and out anytime i've had to vote so it's like eh, yeah i'll try early voting another day but yeah well and i know up here in volusia not today democracy um, up here in volusia the early voting is seven days a week so yeah i mean it runs from from today it's, it's whatever seven, today is the 19th through the the, first or second f- or third or some shit yeah what, sunday i don't think they do it monday the the day before election day i think sunday's the right. sunday before election day is the last day but they're open seven to seven fucking you know seven days a week so jenna and i'll probably hit it up this week and there's a couple amendments that i wasn't aware of until i looked at the sample ballot so i need to do a little more research on those to make sure that it's not some bullshit Yep. I, so <laughs> I saw we one obviously bit. encourage people to vote. Absolutely. I, that, I fucking that democracy. Right? Not only do I encourage you to vote, but I encourage you to check with your local polling precinct. I'm sure it's too late for this election. Um, but with the coronavirus, um, most of the people that work, most of the people that work, the polls are older uh, and they lost a lot of employees because those older people aren't willing to risk coming out to spend a whole day working the polls. Right. So a lot of them are looking for poll workers. Uh, it's not a volunteer job. They do pay you. Um, in my opinion, they probably pay you more than you would make at your day job. Um, in most cases, I'm sure there's some of you out there that that's not going to be true for. Um, but they they pay pretty well for you know a day's worth of work. And I I actually signed up in Volusia and I'm on I'm on standby because Volusia had plenty of people. Um, but I Good. you know the being able to check and see if they need the help. Cause it's, you know, it's, uh, you it's know. one of our most basic rights. Yeah, absolutely. And, and one of the, the greatest things about the country is having the ability to have input as an individual. I mean, that's, that's kind of the idea. Um, so if protecting that writer, helping shore up that writer or helping those that are less fortunate is, is awesome. Um, and obviously exercising that right is, is great. Yeah, absolutely. Like uh, what I was about to say before I ran off on the working at the precinct uh, tangent, uh, I I noticed on my sample ballot because I was going to try to go vote earlier. There's an amendment in Florida um, that there's one for citizenship being required to vote, which is already a federal rule. Um, Well, so so citizenship is required to vote in federal elections, but states can allow people to vote that are not citizens in state level stuff okay okay i I hadn't read i just thought the title of it was pretty funny the one that that threw me off the one that i was like that made me pause um was the the where'd it go hang on i'm looking at i'm looking at my sample ballot right now Uh, someday we'll be able to do all this from our own homes It'll God, that would be so amazing fucking to not even have to get out. Listen, and, and I, um, the guy brought it up on TikTok, but he was like, he was like, listen, he's like, I, I am in the process of buying a half a million dollar home in another state. He's like, I can, I can send the wire transfer for the closing costs, which is several thousand dollars. And I can sign all of my paperwork for this 15 or 30 year contractual financial obligation remotely and not have to step foot inside the bank or stand face to face with anyone. And I can't vote online. 
well, can't make it secure. We can, I can send, we can send millions of dollars via wire transfer or probably hundreds of millions of dollars net nationally via wire right. transfer every day. Well, so there's a, it's a multifaceted argument against that. Uh, I can tell you when I was doing the buying and selling of houses and stuff, <clears throat> if I send a purchase contract to, uh, to someone in another state, it would have to be notarized. So they'd have to do it with a notary and we could, we could hire a mobile notary to go out there and, and yeah. stamp it, Yeah, which is not going to be the case in every state, but it is in the state of Florida. Yeah. Now you're talking about individual transactions and individual transactions happen all the time. Whereas you're going to have voting that happens at one specific time and is an easier single system to access and influence or manipulate than individual bank transactions and, and shit like that. And I'm not saying it's impossible to make secure. Yeah, I'm no. just saying well, anything but, that has access to the internet can pot potentially be hacked. And then you know that the voter disenfranchisement is going to come and say, nope, everybody votes online. And the poor people who don't have access to the internet, because it's not a guaranteed right. Yeah. You guys don't get to vote. Fuck you. Ha ha. We'll see. And, and, and I know that there are, I was looking at something on Reddit today and I guess in, I think Compton, I want to say it's Compton. It may have just been Long Beach, but but I, I'm I'm sure it was more specific. Compton. They are doing a two year test run of a universal basic income with a small I group of that. people. And the fucking people in the thread that were you know, and some people were legitimately pointing out that that two years probably isn't long enough to see any real effects. Right. Um, but that you still need the data. You still need to know. You know, even if it's skewed a little bit for people knowing that it's going to end or what have you, you, you need the data to, to make a better decision about it, but it shouldn't be looked at as full and final data. And the people in there that were like, you can't do it. This is stupid, blah, 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 blah. Without giving it any sort of fucking chance at all. I was just like, God, you guys are really fucking shitty people. Like I remember when I used to be those people and just poo poo everything. <laughs> Eventually there's going to have to be yeah. some form of, Universal basic income. And, oh, and I'm absolutely. not just talking as a commie. No. I'm, I'm saying as more and more and more things cause automation. And, mm -hmm. you know, the only way to get a job is to have a, a huge skill bank or, you know, have very unique skill sets because most jobs are being replaced by truck drivers are eventually going to be out of work because they'll eventually automate truck driving. Absolutely. Don't don't try to tell that to a trucker. Jesus Christ, you want a fucking you want a six long six hour long conversation. Don't ever try to tell a trucker that that the fucking automation is coming. I mean, it's inevitable. It's efficient. It makes oh, the yeah. companies more money. Yeah. It 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 costs them less money. It fuck, dude. If you could tell everyone, hey, I can cut the price of bread in half. All the people that need to buy bread are going to say, I want that. I mm -hmm. don't care if somebody else suffers. I don't care if somebody loses their job. Yeah. And, and that's the supply and demand. That's capitalism. Yep. I mean, so it, it's eventually going to happen. And even in the medical field, lots and lots and lots of things are going to automation, especially with computer learning and AI. There's computers that do a better job reading x-rays than some radiologists. Well, like they, they pick out TV or whatever it is. And, and the people can't do that. And Ashley talked about ultrasound because that's what she does, that it's one of the modalities or jobs in medicine that is more more difficult to replace with automation yeah. and in AI and stuff like that, which is why she went into it. She figured she could get 30 years out of it before she's replaced, but it's, it's going to happen. Absolutely. Eventually it's going to be mandatory that yeah. you don't drive. Well, I mean, it, it sounds terrible. But. And the, the argument that I've had with truck drivers over, over them being replaced is, is that it's not my lifetime or your lifetime that, that they're going to be replaced. You're always going to be in that truck. You're always going to have it as your livelihood. But if you don't think that two, three generations from now that the truckers and it starts with the electric trucks and automation like it and, and it's already here. There already are electric trucks like they're you know, they're on the roads now. There there are companies that that are even through the testing phase and just right outright own electric trucks now. Um, yep. You know, and it was like when the Teslas hit the road. Oh man, electric cars. Well, it was, it's only, it's only been a few years since Tesla's have been on the road full force and they're already making great strides and they're being self-driving and being safe or as safe as, you know, whatever. And it's not perfect yet, but no, if, 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 if only three, two, three, even let's just say 10 years, 10 years from the electric car hitting the road, 
we're already self-driving with a level of safety that is acceptable in most cases. How much longer do you really think your truck's going to be out there, buddy? Well, I think battery technology needs to make a, a large leap. And it's making which, huge leaps daily. Right. But I mean, it needs an order of magnitude Absolutely. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. to, to oh, really yeah, be yeah. viable for a lot of the renewable energy sources and stuff like that to be yeah. every day. And that's why I say that um, I'm, we're not going to see it. I think we will. I think yeah. if we, if, if I think other countries, <laughs> you probably plan to live longer enough. than I do. That must be it. <laughs> no, I, I definitely don't assume I will. Not I without a liver, to, not without a liver transplant. You won't. <laughs> right. I need a, I need a bionic liver. Yeah. But or just run off of alcohol. I told somebody the other day that like a top fuel car. There was a my buddy John, a baseball player, died. Um, he was like ninety something years old. Um, I don't remember specifically which one it was, but they could um, leave us so soon. Yeah. The uh, but I, I he made the remark that um, he was like he was like ah oh, he's like I don't I don't know that I want to live to ninety. And I was just like I was like man listen I was like if I my only goal is to live exactly one day longer than Jen. And if that happens to be 90, then so be it. But I don't, I don't know that 90 sounds like a good time in any other scenario. Like there's, there's no scenario where 90 seems like a a great time. I just, I I can't see it. My my grandmother made it to 94 and Ashley's grandmother is currently 91. And my grandmother at 90 years old was walking like three miles a day and completely with it and, you know, involved. And I, I mean, she took better care of herself then than I do now. Yeah. Yeah. Throughout probably the majority of her life. Right. And, you know, I'm in the same boat as you as far as loving my, my spouse enough that I don't really see a point in in living well beyond them. Yeah. I mean, definitely not gonna kill myself or anything. No, it, no, no. Because I don't believe And I say that, stuff, that but I say that to mean that that you know, I, I, I would be happy to live to ninety with her. But without right. her, ninety doesn't seem like as good of a time. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Well, and but it's just one of those things like I think I I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast, but I I used to sit down with my family at family events, you know, Easter or Thanksgiving or mm-hmm. whatever the hell it is. And I would start asking my grandmother questions. And this is when she was in her 80s. And I would ask her questions and my mom would get upset with me, not because I was engaging my grandmother, but because my mom took it as I was calling my grandmother old. Yeah. Which my grandmother was old and I wasn't mocking her for it. I mm-hmm. was sincerely interested because I was asking her Mom, mom, what was it like before everybody had a telephone? Yeah. And my mom's like, well, how old do you think she is? And I'm like, mom, mom. how old do you think the telephone is? <laughs> For real. You know, or what was it like when cars were not everywhere? You know what I mean? Because my yeah. mom grew up in her life. Everybody's had a car to some extent. Yeah. You know, they're everywhere. There's highways. Mm-hmm. My grandmother was around before the U.S. highway system was built. You know what I mean? So asking her these questions that are, she's seen all this stuff in her 90 years it was really interesting. And I told her, that's so cool that you remember all this and you, you know, you can tell us stories and, and, mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And she's like, Travis, you're living at the most exciting time in human history. She's like, you can't even imagine what will have happened by the time you're my age. Yeah. And you know, I'm almost 40, so I'm less Don't than say half it out her loud. Age. Don't say it out loud. <laughs> but, but she makes a really good point. And I think, you know, if, if you look at airplane technology, we first flew in like the 19, 1900 to 1920. I know there's a specific date and time when the Wright brothers did it. And I don't remember what it is, but effectively in less than 70 years, we went from the first time leaving the ground mm-hmm. to landing on the moon. Allegedly. And also packing the 137 people into one fuselage and sending them around the earth and, you know, mere hours. But it's, you know, and then we, so it's incredible the, the strides that humans have been able to make through technology and everything. And I don't feel like the automation of the trucking industry is that far out. Yeah. I don't want to say well, not that far out as in tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I bet within 30 years, the job yeah. market is at minimum halved, if well, not more. Well, and, and they've already, there are the, the warehouse is already more automated than, you know, anybody probably ever imagined it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, 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 even, even my job and, and I, I don't manufacture like we, we manufacture, um, infrastructure items. So we're, you know, we're working with, you know, actual ma- like hard materials and shit. And, and, and even there's some level of automation already in that industry. 
you know, and it, it's, it just, you know, it, it, it's evolving every day. So, but I, you know, I look coming from the working in the trucking industry, as long as I have like it, you know, it's the people that can't see the writing on the wall are typically the people that are close to retirement or the people that aren't going to make it in the industry anyway. Right. But to come back, circle back to the original point, as more and more jobs disappear. Yeah. And people who have done something for 20 years, as a for instance, mm-hmm. so you started, you became a truck driver. And I'm, I'm not trying to pick a truck drivers because no, it's they're, just, they're critical components to the machine that is absolutely. the country. But listen, so, we, we love them. We need them. But they listen to podcasts. Yeah. So, so you've been truck driving for 20 years. Okay. You're, mm-hmm. you're 45 years old. And now all of a sudden you've lost your job because the market is closing down positions, not traffic but closing down positions due to automation and, and, and shit like that. So what choice do you have other than to go be a truck driver? You're going to try and use your skill set that you're a master of and get another job driving a truck. Mm-hmm. But so are half of the other people in the industry that are out of work, that that's their skill set. So now in my hypothetical situation, your choices are go find a skill set and acquire it to find another job. Mm hmm in some industry that you're probably not prepared for because by this point in time, most everything's going to be a tech related job or a software related job. And then you're also going to be competing against all those people. So as the available number of jobs dwindle, the population is still either going to be the same or going up. So then you're going to have more and more people who don't have any way to buy anything to support themselves to have anything. And that's where the social programs are going to end up having to exist. If we want those people to survive. Yep. And what pisses me off is that we should be putting in the work knowing all of that. We should we should be putting in the work now to build those systems so that they're it's not such a rush job when they do become necessary. Well, and that's the same argument about climate change. Yeah. If if we had started when the bells were first rang, mm-hmm. we could have done incremental investment, long-term planning. Yeah. To offset stuff and not potentially go past a tipping point, but it's way more efficient to spend 10 times the money when you absolutely have to, because it's a fucking critical moment. Yeah. I mean, it, it's crazy. Yeah. It'd be like that sometimes. Well, fucking, we, we got off on a wild tangent there. So we did. You ready to, uh, you ready to jump into trash or treasure? We should be able to knock out some, some yes. TOT. Yes. Trash, 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 trash. all right so this week's trash or treasure i am going to be grilling mike on a particular person and if you guys want to play along you can take guesses with no penalty uh (laughs) mike every time he guesses wrong prematurely gets a small pin poke to his butthole he doesn't know i modified his chair so this is gonna be awkward (laughs) it'll be awkward if you're intentionally guessing wrong a lot yeah well i just like the pin pokes in my butthole i'm just getting i'm just getting one pin poke i promise um, it's just a little prick. Also, I'm standing up. <laughs> so this person uh, was born in August uh, in 1931. Um, this person is still with us. They were born in Cleveland, Ohio. Is that enough for you to guess it? Drew Carey. It is not Drew Carey. Did you get a poke? I did not. I told you I was standing up. <laughs> Um, let's see. This person went to John Adams high school, uh, went to Kent state university, but dropped out. Um, isn't isn't that the high school from family guy? That's James Woods. Oh, close enough. I think they ended up changing it at some point. Um, this person has been involved with the killing of at least two different people. Um, the first one was considered justifiable homicide. Uh, after killing a would-be burglar or a burglar in progress. Um, This person caught an actual second-degree murder charge and was found guilty after stomping an employee to death who owed him $600. Uh, Suge Knight. It it is not Suge Knight. Damn it. Um, Was Suge Knight born in 1931? No, he wasn't. I don't even think he was born in California, too. And is he still with us? Uh, Yeah, he is. He's in jail. Oh, okay. Um, while this person was in the correctional institution, uh, they began to self-educate. Um, and according to his own words, he read everything in the prison library he could put his hands on. 
um, pardoned for the murder charge in 1983 by the governor. So that's kind of the, the big sketchy trash type stuff. Okay. Um, this person has worked to earn millions of dollars for charity over the course of their life um, with the sport that they were involved in. Uh, this person has been married once and their wife died at the age of 87 in 2010 has one biological child and two adopted kids. Uh, this person is politically active for both um, Republican and democratic candidates in the past. This person is a Freemason was appointed as an honorary and has been involved in the annual Turkey giveaway each Christmas for several years where he distributes 2000 free turkeys to the needy South Floridians. Um, this person was allegedly involved in organized crime at one point, <laughs> pleading the fifth amendment, uh, during a Senate investigation where he was questioned about connections to John Gotti, uh, who's a mobster and getting anywhere with I got nothing. No. Okay. Um, let me see. He got named as a unindicted co-conspirator about racketeering. So he's, he's had some, some crazy shit. I know he's been on, on TV endless numbers of times and you would recognize him immediately both by his voice and his face. Um, let me see. It's the night. It's, it's the 1930 thing that throws me off. Like the, okay, the being I'll, that I'll start old giving you some, some more telling information. Uh, this person has stolen a tremendous amount of money from the people he helped make famous. Uh, he sued Walt Disney for $2.5 billion in a defamation lawsuit. Um, he has such friends as Lennox Lewis, Mike Tyson, Larry Holmes, and Muhammad the Ali. The Don King? It is the Don King. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> I didn't know Don King was still alive. Honestly, that's probably mostly what threw me off. I thought he had died right. already. But I was thinking Don King a little while ago, but because that type of money is typically only available in boxing. Right. So it says like Muhammad Ali um, sued him. Let's see. He sued was sued by Muhammad Ali for paying him one point one million dollars to fight with Larry Holmes. King called an old friend of Ali, uh, Jeremiah Shabazz, and handed the suitcase containing fifty thousand dollars in cash in a letter ending Ali's lawsuit against King. But, and we all know, I mean, for us, the age we are, we know him as the guy who promoted Just, Mike Tyson. Yeah, crazy-haired Mike Tyson promoter. That's all I know him as. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> I didn't Tyson even know about the, the Trump thing. Like, I, I didn't know. Yeah, he's he seems to be on the side of whoever wins the presidency. It's kind of weird, because he was an Obama fan, he was a Bush fan, he was a Trump fan. So it's it's kind of interesting to, to flip-flop. Yeah, it's weird. But, Tyson sued Don King for a hundred million dollars, alleging that the boxing promoter had cheated him out of millions over more than a decade. It was settled out of court and Tyson received $14 million because he was, I don't know if you remember, we did him, I think as one of the yeah. very first trasher treasures yeah. or an early trasher treasure. And he was dirt poor at one point, even mm -hmm. though he had earned quote unquote, earned all that money. Yeah. 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 The, uh, the picture on Don King's, one of the pictures on Don King's Wikipedia mm -hmm. is him standing there with an AT4 rocket launcher <laughs> on his shoulder. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Um, I, I don't really know a ton about Don King. I assume that based on his uh, thievery from his, uh, his, uh, his associates that he is a, uh, he is trash to the fullest he, extent of the trash law. Even with the whole, one wife, two adopted kids on yeah, top of the one kid yeah. that he has I mean, listen, and all the charity work that you're he does ripping and, off. But if you're, if you're, if you're ripping off the, the guys that make you that money to donate it, 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 it's not really. So can't, you can't, you're not Robin hood, bro. You know? <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going, trash. I thought that was a pretty good one. Yeah. No, I mean, I, 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 it was pretty good. I mean, you, hell you, you had me stumped for the pretty much the whole thing. <laughs> I'm sure some other people will figure it out. I, I bet Miller will know it because yeah, he's a well, combat sports he's enthusiast. A, but. He's a goddamn genius is what he is. Yeah, he is. 
But so that is that is the Don King. Hmm. Um, what do you think? Like, I um I would say he's uh, trash based on the killing a guy that owed him six hundred bucks mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and the ripping everybody mm-hmm. off. Like mm-hmm. I appreciate that he gives out two thousand turkeys every year in South yeah. Florida. But what's that cost him? A couple grand. <laughs> I'm not even sure that it's all his money. It's not. It's Mike Tyson's but, money. <laughs> Mike Tyson just didn't know it. Yeah, yeah. I buy Mike, the Tyson turkeys with the Tyson money and give them to the people. Oh man, look at the double entendre there. Actually, is that a triple entendre? I don't Tyson know. turkeys with Tyson money. That's a double entendre. Well, that's not entendre. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's if you wrapped that right, it would be on an entendre. Well, then we need to we need to get the beats. Yeah, we'll, we'll use not, the turkey. That's rap not going to happen. We're we're not going to do that. <laughs> the turkey dubstep. Wiki wiki wow wow. Well, fucking anyway, that was pretty good. I, uh, you know, you, you stumped me. I'm, I'm actually kind of mad at you for stumping me. I really wanted to try and find someone that, that was on the fence to where we may have a split decision. But it's that not going to happen. Pretty hard. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, they either suck or they don't. There's not a lot of in between. You can't be an okay person. Yeah, but it's not just it's not just being awesome or sucking because there are people that are neither, and you have to figure out what category they go in. Like George Clooney seems to be okay. But he's a terrible actor, and he ruined Batman. Is he a terrible actor? He, he did ruin Batman. Batman. He did ruin Batman, and I—I I know that he was so bad as Batman. He publicly apologized. For no, I—I I, listen. I—I I don't think he was ever the right choice for Batman. But I there's not a time where any of the Ocean's movies are on that I don't stop and watch them. They're trash. They do have a star-studded cast. They do. They are it's not just him movies. that makes them. You know. Like, I, yeah. I, I enjoy the movies, though. But it's like Ashton Kutcher. He's Ashton Kutcher, but he's a good person. Like, he's a shit actor, but he's a good person. Is he, how is he? In what way? I just can't stand him. His character was so so hateable Which in that 70s show. His character was one of the funnier ones. Because he was dumb. Yeah. I don't I don't want to be mean and say I don't like dumb people, but I don't... Well, you don't. I don't think... <laughs> I just don't, that, that isn't as funny to me as witty humor. Yeah. I mean, Dumb and Dumber was well, Listen, I didn't say he was the funniest. He but, was terrible. But he is, he is one of the funnier ones. When my sister listens to this episode, I'm going to get a, a fucking mean text. I hope so. You need more than a mean text. She should punch you in your face. From Japan. That's say, hey, listen, got to do what you got to do. But no, I mean. Courtney, handle that, please. <laughs> I don't need him talking like that. Man, oh man. No, he's he's terrible. But I mean, he does really good shit in his personal life. He so. does. All right, buddy. Are you fucking, you ready to get the fuck out of here? Uh, do you want to give him I was the, gonna. Uh, the sticker and stuff? I was gonna. I was gonna. I just wanted to make sure you were ready to go before I did. I didn't want to preemptively do it. No, I don't I don't think I have anything on my agenda. My biggest one was the, the narwhal tusk and uh, yeah. the moon the moon cellular connection so mm-hmm. that you can phone home. Okay. Um, we did the Steve jobs numbers. phone home. That's the name of the episode. Just figured it out. Oh man. My favorite part is, is it Steve jobs phone home? And we didn't talk about Steve jobs fucking at all until now. So people are gonna be like, what the fuck? And then they're going to get well, to this part and they're going to be like, and Oh, he has, and he has nothing to do with Nokia, which is the company building the network. So that means three of you are going to get this far and be like, I see what you did there. The Swedish Steve Jobs phone call. <laughs> Herder, dude. <laughs> I, man, I love your meatballs. <laughs> oh, God. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. We, uh, if you guys uh, didn't catch us at the beginning, if you skipped past it somehow, I don't know how you would have done that. Um, managed not to shut it off by now. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on all of our social medias at Nothing in Mod Pod. If you send us a DM there on any of those social medias, we will, uh, if you include your address, of course, we will send you out a sticker. Um, all that we would like for you to do in return is to send us a picture of where you put it. You don't even have to do that. You can just get the free sticker and go on about your business. It's fine. Um, I will come and repo it if we don't get a picture. Travis says he will, but address. he won't. He Listen, he... He leaves the house like once a week for anything, so don't worry about him. He's not going to do it. Uh, you can also send us an email with that same information. We are nothing in moderation pod at gmail.com. Um, make sure you are subscribed on all the uh, on the social platforms and as well as in your favorite podcast uh, app or uh, whatever stream. I don't got anything else. You got anything else, buddy? 
Yeah, just uh, make sure you give your friends the gift of the podcast, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. not the gift of Corona. You can enjoy the podcast without having to physically be around each other and get sick. Um, we do correct. still have a couple calendars left. If anybody is looking, uh, get with us on the PM, DM, IM, Carrier Pigeon, and we will get you squared away. Absolutely. Until, uh, until then, we'll see you guys next week. We love you. Bye. Bye. See ya. See ya. Stop it. Wow. Wow. Hey, kids. You've reached the end of the podcast. That's it. There's nothing more here. Just dead air in this closing statement. We appreciate your diligence, though. Now go back about your day and come back for the next show. Or listen again. In fact, that sounds like a better plan. Grab another show. That's what I'm doing right now. Whoever listens the most wins. You don't really win anything, really, just the memories of better times, which is winning in my book. All right, well, this is the actual end. Hand banana. <laughs>